Hey, welcome to this freaking podcast. My name is Ace. We're gonna talk about a few things. Hope y'all enjoy it. I got Warren with me. What up, though? Yup, fresh out, you know what I'm saying? Doing our thing. Shit, uh, man, huge fan, huge fan, always have been. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy because I'm Nathaniel to the death and you Mr. South to the death. So it's just crazy <laughs> how it works out. But you know, California is a lot different than uh, down south, you know? Yeah, I've been to Cali a few times. Yeah, Cali, Cali's a different cultures, man. And I mean, even in Kentucky, Indiana, places that's close to here, Alabama, Georgia, because I've done time in Georgia. I've done time in West Virginia. It's just different cultures, the way we talk, the, you know, everything's just different. How you move, how you move in the prisons, you know, because, I mean, you know, in Cali, it's black on black, white on white, brown on brown, just like it is. Yep. Like Georgia, Florida, all in places. Tennessee like ain't that. like that. Tennessee ain't Tennessee's no not like that, bro. We've never been like that. We've always been... You know, it, it is what it is. We're we're all here to get. We're in the shit storm together. But man, I love, I love Tennessee. I love Tennessee, man. I love the vibe from people. I love the people here. Period. My wife's from Tennessee, and fuck, she's the best woman I've ever met. But it's just everybody that I've met out here, except for a few fuck offs. But they fucking awesome. You know what I'm saying? They about their business. They about their shit. And the fucking the accents off the chain. You could tell somebody from Tennessee off the jump. You know. But yeah. Nashville, Nashville is one of my favorite places to be in Tennessee outside of Memphis. I love Memphis mainly because I have some really good friends there. But Nashville yeah, is like, so... I like Memphis, too. Oh, yeah. Memphis is off the chain. Um, I got a lot of buddies in Memphis, too. So I have one of my charge partners on one of my cases from Memphis, though. So, uh, I, I fuck with Memphis, man, the long way. Man, I fuck with Memphis, it's too. Always been, it's always been love, man. I... The only place we can go, man, we was there for three days. With the, with, we did the whole little three Steve Mafia thing. Three days, we was we, we was already on the radio. Damn. I mean, they'll they'll play they'll play your, uh, Florida too. I mean, Florida we're, we're not even from Florida. California I mean, does the same shit too. I mean, dude, we was they was playing our shit. I mean, people's calling me from Florida like, dude, I'm in a pizza shop, bro. Listen, it's you and Jilly on the thing. They're playing y'all down here on the radio. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, that's funny. They don't, we've done interviews on the radio here, and they won't even play us. Jelly's <laughs> one of the biggest fucking celebrities there is. Yeah. Him and Shrug. I mean, they won't even play them on the fucking hell, radio. Hell yeah, fuck with y'all. That's crazy, ain't it? That's crazy. What about that hometown love? All right, look. At it, how was that 3-6 shit down there in Memphis? Was that off the chain? Or how was working with 3-6? I mean, it was, it, it was, it was cool. My situation with that, I kind of like blew it because I was on the run because um, I got caught uh, with a bunch of weed and a bunch of money and the police wanted me to work for them so I told them of course I will they took the handcuffs off and I them, I was out of there and <laughs> Love it. I called everybody got everybody together told them hey they're going to call they gave me this phone they're going to call me um, I'm fixing to just take their money and, and feed off on them Hey, of course, yeah. everybody was like, no, nah, motherfucker, you're not doing that. God damn it. I was like, shit. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, they just took all my goddamn money. Yes, I'm here. I'm definitely going to take all their money. Oh, so, in a heartbeat, real fucking quick, man. I spent so 85 Jelly, grand on a motherfucking. 
Yeah, Travis. Jelly had called me and was like, bro, come to the studio. That's when we, we had a big building in Madison and had, you know, a couple radio stations, concrete. That's where Black Fly was originated at, inside that building. No shit. So he called me. Um, and at the time, I had worked at a rental car company, so I stayed in the rentals all the time. I worked at a rental car company for years. And all I used to do was ride around 50 pounds of weed and sell them all day. But he calls me and tells me to pull up to the studio. Um, I'm on the run, of course, so I, I finally make it there, walk in. They're like, he's like, man, this is why it's Lil White and Party. He's like, man, we're fixing to sign this deal with white music. Uh, me, I, I really wasn't into it. It's like, man, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel that's the. He's like, bro, it's an open contract. We can still do whatever. We can still push our line, do whatever we want to do. So Jelly did his thing with that. Uh, went down there. That's where that No Filter me. album came out. Yeah, he called me. He was like, bro, get. I'm still on the run. He's like, call. He called me. He's like, bro, get down here ASAP. Me and Lex drove down there. You know, I already knew Paul and them. I used to sell Paul and them weed and shit when they used to come down here in the 90s Hell and do yeah. shows. Like when they were doing shows for a pair of shoes in a in a hotel room, they was local artists. Nobody knew who they was down there. So uh, I used to see them at the club all the time. So I uh, they used to follow me back to the house. I mean, we done parted. So once I got there and Juicy got up and left and went to Florida, um... Paul stayed there, me, Paul White, BPZ, Party, Lick, Jelly, Strug, Flip and them from Jackson. And we all got the pop. Jackson wild as fuck, too. Yeah, I fuck with them boys, though. Mad uh, County. Yeah, we, we so we got the politicking, and then Paul, you know, Jelly, Paul was like, man, I'm, I'm sitting there eating chicken wings. I got chicken wings and building for chicken wing spots because I'm a chicken wing connoisseur. <laughs> I like to eat wings. So Paul was like, man, I'm fixing to make Worm a star, man. Woo, woo. It was like, man, Worm's already a star. So we get to politicking about that. Then I told Paul, I'm like, man, you don't even remember who I am, do you? And once I told him who I was, he was like, holy shit, that is you. He was <laughs> like, kiss my ass. Then Project Pat pulls up. Me and Pat already know each other from the joint and everything else, from prison and and from back in the day. And Pat immediately, as soon as he seen me, he's like, man, y'all got this crazy-ass white boy up here, man. What the <laughs> fuck? I got a gun hanging out of my pants. Uh. So long story short, Paul, DJ, I was going to sign to DJ Paul, uh, but my situation was a little bit on the rocks. It was already a, a lock and load situation. We was ready to go, push it into contract. Then uh, Jelly and Lil White had a falling out. I went to prison, back to prison, and had to flatten my sentence because they, they eventually caught me, obviously. Uh, so it kind of, like, fucked my shit up. But once I got out, um, Brick Squad, actually, called a big cat the one who put gucci man out big cat records mm -hmm. he called jelly because jelly had cut some records with benny the shark benny the shark just got out the feds he was in the feds with big cat so they get out at the same time and he sees us online and i called jelly's phone and was like man i need you and worm to come to atlanta well jelly comes and gets a rental car from me and tells me about it 
because I used to give Jelly the cars. And uh, he's like, man, this is what's going on. You know, I was like, bro, I'm off Monday. I said, but, you know, this was on a Thursday. He's like, bro, they want us to come down there, like, tomorrow. I was like, well, that's cool. I'll just trade my off days, and I'll just, you know, I'll call you and just come pick me up from the condo. Because me and my homeboy had a condo. He was like, all right, that's cool. Well, Jelly left and dipped and went on down there. Um, That situation didn't work out. So I feel like I didn't work out. I I mean, it was just a whole situation down there. I wasn't down there, so I don't really want to. Yeah, speak on it, yeah, I feel it. I feel it. It, it, you know, because it's 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 a couple different stories. Of course, I'm going to listen to what Jelly tells me because Jelly's never told me a lie. So, you know, I I listen to what Jelly says. Jelly tells me what happens, um, which was they, they was going to give DJ Drama like fifty grand and do a gambling on the white boy, and Jelly was like, Jelly told me, he told him, he's like, man. I already got a situation, um, but what I'll do is I'll sell y'all worm. You know, I'll give y'all worm. I'll, I'll sell y'all worm because that's who you. That's who you want. He will fit into this label because he's a real street dude. Yeah, he's yeah. really been to prison. Yeah, um, he's validated and certified and stamped out here. See, I that's mean, why we talking. Exactly. So it's that whole situation got got knocked off its rocker some some way, somehow. I don't know what happened with it. Never even really because at that point in time, dude, I was I was getting garbage bags around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From Cali and from Oregon and from Smitty and Man. you know, it was just a it was a, a, a lot of distribution going on. So yeah. my pockets wasn't hurting any fucking way. <laughs> And it, it kind of feels like whenever you're getting into like a certain avenue, you know, because that was my thing for a long time was just pushing pounds, pushing pounds. You know, I'm California born it's and better. raised, you know, and I found like I opened up a studio in Clarksville uh, called it Live the Dream Entertainment. And, um, you know, that was my thing. I was like, dude, I'm going to produce. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I was like, dude, at the end of the day, I was like, wait a minute. I'd rather just fucking push these pounds. Like, why am I even sitting here in the studio when I could be dumping weight off because I'm making 20 grand in a fucking week? Fuck all the rest of shit. Me and Jelly just just actually had that talk, man. Me and Jelly was just on the phone. He was like, man, if I can just get you to stay focused this time. He was like, Worm, because you're you're just a you want the money now type of dude. You don't you don't even look past tomorrow. If I call you, because he's doing it, man, go to the studio, man. Dude's got a thousand dollars for you, man. Just go over and woo woo woo. I'd be like, bro, give me one second, cause. I gotta go do this. He I gotta said, go you, hit you, this knock. I gotta go make this play. I do. I gotta go make this fifteen grand real fast, man. And I'm trying to mail money back to Cali, make sure the the drivers and everything's lined up so the bag can get here. I, I had too much going on. Plus, I'm a daddy. Uh, I work a full time job. I got so much shit going on. But really, the world, in all actuality, the world got a tenth of me actually being a rapper. And I made that much noise because I had so much other shit going on in my life. And now I'm to the point where, you know, if it don't make sense, I cut the line, dog. If, if it ain't, I got a plan, and my plan is to go go super hard with this music shit one last fucking time and actually put my all into it and swing for the fences. And if I make it, I make it. If I don't, at least I know in my heart. 
that I that I fisted it. I gave it everything I had. So. I mean, that's, that's a lot more than anybody else could say because a lot of motherfuckers, they like what you did with your attempt and you shot that out there. See, you have talent, though. There's a difference between, you know, and I'm not trying to like talk shit bash or anything like that. It's just not my style. But like, you know, you got the baby out here. You got uh, Lil Uzi Vert and Kodak Black. And now, now outside of the baby, I can't stand that fucking music. He's got some good shit, but I want some real certified shit. I want to talk about shit that I felt. You know what I'm saying? I want to hear that type shit. And you got that talent to where you can put them metaphors, make them bars expand. You make that shit pop. That shit sound good. So even though you only got a tent of what we heard of you actually putting some music out, you, number one, you didn't even take all the opportunities that you was given. If you would have taken yeah, all, all right. those opportunities that you were given, you'd be sitting there in a the room with Master P talking about, uh, I'm going to get Dr. Dre on this track. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you have that. You have that talent. One thing that would that's, definitely be different. Then my life would be different for sure if I would have pursued music like I should have. But you know what? None of us, especially any of my listeners, have had a silver spoon in their fucking mouth to where you didn't have to get it out the mud. You didn't have to grind. You didn't have to fucking do all this shit. I have to fucking grind so that I make sure that I get some fucking nuggets in my pocket. You know, I can't. Yeah. I can't watch my kids starve. You know, and I'll yeah, die behind no, that man. shit. And, and I don't, I don't got a mama, a daddy, an aunt, an uncle, a granny, a papa, all sister, cousins, brother. I don't got none of that shit. All I got is me, and Jelly Lynch, the, the my immediate circle that that has has stood here and ate ate a, ate a little bit of the shit off my plate because I definitely bring shit to the table. Yeah, no, because I can. I'm with the shit, so. I don't try to be. I'm like the the most humble and coolest motherfucker. I mean, literally, dude, I sit, I run my phone dead 15 times a day because I literally try to respond to everybody who who sends me a message. Even if it's, man, welcome home. I'll be like, thanks, man. I appreciate you, fam. I, I'll, but then sometimes I get, hello, question marks. I mean, and then I got to respond to them immediately and be like, look, I ain't trying to be fucked up and rude to you, but because there's no tone in the text. But dog, I'm trying to respond to 557 messages. You know what I'm saying? And I spend my day doing that. That that is what that is my daily regimen. You know, there is, is no artist out doing that shit. Um, now I give it to DJ Paul though. DJ Paul, you comment or something, he'll at least like your shit. You know, and having thousands and thousands of people hitting your shit. And believe me, I know because uh, I go on your social media accounts all the time and I'll be checking them out and you are active with your fans. You are very active with talking to these yeah, individuals. To, I, and, and Paul, Paul's a real humble dude too. Paul, Paul was just Paul, man. Paul, I've known Paul for 25 years, man. And Paul has always been, even when I knew Paul, when Paul wasn't the DJ Paul that everybody sees today on TV, I knew DJ Paul when he was me, when he was t-shirt and Dickies and, and a pair of Jordans coming down here rapping. They was in a 15-passenger <laughs> van, bro. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I knew them being in them days. Hey, them boys are legends, too. Yes, and they stuck to their grind. They created their own lane and their own style and genre of music. And to this day, bro, I mean, you, you slap in the end, the world domination, their mystic styles, they're all, man, dude, it's just. Man. It just puts you in a place, man. And just like you said, it's music that you want to have. People, 
listen to music that applies to them. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I like some. I just now got on the country music thing. I mean, I, I in jail because my home was like, man, listen to it, man, goddamn motherfucker, listen to it. So I would start listening to the radio to the country station. I like their morning talk shows and shit on the radio. I even like some of the country. What's jelly? It's a friends with a lot of these dudes. Yeah, but I mean, I like I like some of it now. As a grown Am man, I fucking start wearing a cowboy hat and a bunch of fucking turquoise jewelry and shit and a big ass belt buckle. Absolutely not. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got, I got to ask. A, I got to ask a quick question though. Uh, you can take it or leave it. However, okay. Look, I, I just was sitting here watching Strug's new video, and he's got that turquoise grill in. <laughs> right. Actually, actually, I love Strug to death. I do, man, but the, somebody sent me a picture of that last night, and I was like, man, I responded with, texted it to my phone. I was like, is that fucking shrug? That's what I said. I said and the they fuck? was like, yeah. I said, what the fuck is the deal with the teal? What What is going on? I mean, that all this money, that my, my man has got all this money. My man is famous now. And I, they don't even sell turquoise jewelry in the mall. You got to go to like a thrift store or something to buy that, a yard sale. Shit, you know Yellow Wolf is overnighting him, that shit. <laughs> yeah. and, I mean, I salute and and I'm going to stand behind him whether he's right or wrong. I mean, that that's my man. I, I mean, I've been in the trenches with this dude, man. I, I mean, I've unwrapped bricks with this man, talking to the Mexicans, pulling up, and we don't know if somebody's going to die. I mean, because the money's fucked up, because somebody done got flapped, somebody done ran off. I mean, when it was good, when yeah, it was bad, when we was on the run together, and it was just me and him. I mean, because at the end, when he got flapped and I was on the run, we was hiding out together in a $360,000 house. I mean, that's when we recorded Soundtrack Playing Indictment. Damn. Codeine, Red Bulls, pulling all nighters, man, that, that was the truth. That's how we was doing, eating bottles of Lord's Tabs and, and drinking. And neither one of us even do feel. You know what I'm saying? So we're just in there eating goddamn Lord's Ale, drinking Red Bull in our socks and white beaters. And they're cutting records. So I love him to death. I do. And I mean, like I said, man, I'm with him whether he's, he's dead or dead wrong or all the way right, but it's not my lane. Yeah, 100%. And, and believe me, I am getting aggravated and assaulted. In, in my inbox, man, please don't tell me why that you're going to switch over. You're going to cross over. I said, man, it's just like I, tell, I respond with the same thing. It's just like what people say, man, you're the only rapper that ever talked to us, man. You're not Hollywood. It's hard to be Hollywood when I ain't never been to goddamn Hollywood. Hey, you shining, bro. You Hollywood. I don't know what you talk about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, like, you know, like the... I'm too good to respond to my fans. Yes. I'm the dude, when I go do shows, yeah, I can go to the back and kick you. I usually park my car at the back door but so I can just get off the stage and leave because when I get there, I'm going to get there two hours before. Yeah. Man, I'm standing at the bar with you, bro. Oh. I got cocaine around my nostril, a half a dope stick hanging out of my mouth and, and up here ordering drinks. Hell yeah. And I'm like, dude, you're worm. I'm like, yeah, last time I checked and looked in the mirror, I was. <laughs> I'm like, bro, just, bro, I can't even believe you're out here with us, man. And, you know, everybody else is 
in the back waiting to come out to do their thing. Which Bruh, I mean, I understand that, that puts a huge impact on fans. That puts a huge impact on humanity. I'm telling you, it being humble is the biggest thing that I could ever ask of anybody because that is the hugest fucking thing. Yeah, man, I'm just a... It's like I used to tell them, and I was like, man, they're like, man, you're the only rapper that talks to us. I'm like, bro, I'm the only rapper that's up at 5 o'clock in the fucking morning with a tool bag on the job site. Dude, I, I am no different than you. I just know how to rap and, and put words together. And really, I don't even think I can fucking do that all that good. I just, the public says, oh, my God, you're hard. <laughs> I told them, man, I, you know, I've said this in YouTube. Man, I started doing this shit in prison, bullshitting, bro, because, in, in prison, when I was at Northwest back in the 90s, um, you had the, the Murder Me Some clique, the Dog Face Gorillas, the X-Files. They was just all groups of niggas in different units. And, you know, Northwest is set up just like Northeast. It's the same fucking compound. So, they got the top of the hill, bottom of the hill? Yeah, yeah. 7, 8, 9, 10, uh, 11, 12, 13, 14. Same way, bro. Hell yeah. Uh, Honor the units at the top. Mall, the library and all that, leather craft, all that shit, it's the same. The gym, everything's in the same place. Yeah, so Northwest is the same setup. Yeah, so when I, you know, everybody used to be on the, but the only thing different is, is like Northwest is gangland, especially back in the 90s, bro. It was, it was, the, it was the Thunderdome. That's where the name came from. That's what they call it, Thunderdome. When it was three or four years open, when I got there, uh, me and 90s, uh, Hardin County had just opened in like April of '97, and when I was was when it I April '97? That was '96. Might be '97. You know, in Northeast they just say the back door is open and everybody's on the yard, top and the bottom. They can't do that in Northwest. You know, they'll call. They don't do that um, in Northeast no more. Well, that used to back when you know it's been 20 years since I was up there. Yeah, mine's but, been about six months. So they would call, like, say from. 7.30 to 10.30, they would call 7, 8, 9, and 10. And then 12.30 to 3.30, it would be 11, 12, 13, 14. So we would go out on the yard. Damn, three hours at a time. Be, they only doing an hour tops now. Yeah, I know. Saturdays, you get two back, hours. Bro, the, the joint was wide open back then, bro. I'm talking about wide motherfuckers. So cigarettes on commissary, cigarellos. Damn. Man, anything you want it. Pipe with like little... Fucking pipes to smoke tobacco, you know, Captain Black and shit. Man, of course, we can smoke weed out of them. But anyway, everybody would, would be out there rapping. I mean, it'd be a hundred motherfuckers out here in the circle. There was a picnic table day. I mean, the whole end of it looked like a, a shark bit it off because where the people beat on it because you had a key to your own cell and shit back then. I, I love your metaphors. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I remember they used to have the keys. Last yeah, place I had been with keys was Bledsoe. There, so they sit out there and beat with that motherfucker. It looked, I mean, it, it done chewed the whole corner of the whole half of the pinky type lot. But I used to walk by every day and just tell them, man, y'all duty, man. Poop records, man. Who trying to get sand to poop records? Dirty diaper. Volume <laughs> one. <laughs> so they'd be like, fuck you, weak-ass white boy. You know, uh, fuck you, suffer, you can't rap. I said, don't worry about it, man. I'm going to write a song, man. Come out here and wipe my ass with all y'all. I'm sick of y'all, man. And, that, you know, I did that for months. And then finally one day, me and one of my little homeboys from Memphis, he's in there writing a song. We're in there smoking because I went in there to get high with him. And we're in there smoking a blunt. I done got high and just started rapping. I couldn't even, I didn't even know how to catch a beat, man. He's like, I don't even got to do it like this, bro. <laughs> Write it, write it in bars. I was like, how you do bars? 
he was showing me. So I wrote a, I wrote a song. I wrote a verse. And I went out there, I think probably three days later. And they was like, come in, man. Man, Warren got the verse, man. Come on, man. I said, man, I ain't signing the blue records, man. Y'all, man, I ain't getting on no dirty diaper mixtapes, man. <laughs> dirty diaper so, mixtapes. Yeah, I said, man, wait till they do the y'all car. I'm going to go in there and get it. So I go in there and get the piece of paper and come back out there. Now, it's the whole goddamn big yard at this point because I'm in Warren for the rap. So everybody, the blacks, the whites, the old, the young, everybody's there. So I rap it. And goddamn it, they explode. Man, you hard motherfucker. Man, you the hardest thing in the penitentiary. Oh my god, kill y'all. Kill it. Man, y'all tripping, man. Stop playing. They're like, bro, you the truth, bro. That's your new rap name, the truth. Bro, you are hard, bro. And I just never, I mean, I sit in there and started, you know, with my buddy. I used to sit in there with my man, with my man all the time. And he showed me how to how to do it, and and I sat there for a couple of years, mastering catching a beat, and and to this day I can't do an ad lib. I mean, I'm just. But Man, I got I don't out of like prison. Ad libs, no way. Yeah, I got out of prison, bro, and went right back to pumping bricks and shooting shit, and and end up going back to prison three or four more times, and uh, finally. Me and Jelly bumped into each other. He said, I was for shooting somebody. I shot one of my seals in the head and because uh, I was selling crack and shit at this point. So when I shot one of my seals, I get locked up on this body. And goddamn, uh, I go out go to see say, well, I'm out there for shit, a couple of years. And then Jelly comes. That's when Jelly came to come to jail. And uh, he sent me a kite. Up there and was like, man, get me up there with you. So, you know, I go in there and finesse and get him up there with me, which I was already doing shows and shit at CSA. I had the, you know, I was in the little program, the Jericho program. So yeah. I had Marcus Martin bringing me all these beat CDs. And I just go in the computer room with the headphones and write, and me and my niggas would, but we had to do like Christian faith based music. Was this at Nashville? Was this a CCA in Nashville? Yeah, yeah. CCA okay. in Nashville, yeah. yeah. So we would do that shit every morning. Got jelly up there, and then everybody's like, "Yeah, worm and jelly stick to do it." So we would we would perform for him. I mean, we did skits, man. I mean, like we did like talk show skits and had our little crew. I mean, we we used to have everybody tripping, hell yeah, and laughing and playing. We had a great time doing shit in there, hell yeah. And, and then we that's when we got the house arrest shit formulated, and I got like a month before jelly. And Jelly was like, bro, you got to do it this time. Me and Jelly, I, I, I didn't know what MySpace, none of that shit was, man, because I've been in the junk. Yeah. Wasn't no phones and shit back in. I had a beeper when I went to prison the first time. Damn. Uh, that's how. I got to hard, the penitentiary no and caught me an iPhone. No, yeah, wasn't no computer. If you had a computer in your house, it looked like one of them junks from the school. <laughs> you used to play number munchers and Oregon Trail on. And you Big had ass what? Motherfucking Oregon Down Trail. <laughs> yeah, bro. You had to like, nigga, if you had the motherfucking computer in the house, nigga, you had money. You heard yeah. somebody in this bitch got some bread. Hell yeah. My dad sold dope. I had one. <laughs> yeah, man. So so that that was that was my life. So I didn't know nothing about this shit. Chad Arms set all that shit up for me. And me and Jelly Cut Man in the mirror. And man, the rest is history, bro. It was like overnight I had twenty five thousand friends with Man. 
on MySpace, and, and it's been just a, it's been a hell of a ride, man. I mean, we've been through a lot of shit. We, we've, we've not talked for years at a time because uh, of shit, um, musically and just where we took two different paths in life. Um, and, but, but at the end of the day, I mean, I still love them dudes to death. They still love me to death. They just, right now, I believe they're just sitting back analyzing and observing because, you know, I'm such a loose cannon, man. Uh, like I said, man, I try to be cool and humble and shit, man, but but I'll always be street and I'll always be penitentiary, man. So aggression is first nature to me. You know, you know yeah. Going bananas is first nature to me. Yeah, no, I've always, I've always felt the exact same shit. And one of the biggest things that I always try to growing up and evaluating how your life is going is huge. So where are you at now? Where are you going to, what's next for one? Like, what are you going to do? Like, I know that you got some music coming out. I know that we got an album. Absolutely. My, my current situation, um, um, is mind state. I'm, I'm in a very good place. I've let go of, of all the, the turmoil and, and the bring downs and the, the weights that pull me to the bottom, like mentally, like shit that's went on my brother, fucking my kid's mom. And you know, Damn. all the madness that surrounded me since I've been in jail. And even, even then I'm out. I mean, this lady won't give me my shit. My car, she's got my truck, my clothes, my shoes, won't give me my shit. So it's it's a lot of stuff. Plus, I have an inner demon because I feel some type of way about a lot of shit that's went on. But I'm in a good headspace, bro, because I've had a lot of time to think about this. So mentally, I'm in a great place, and I got a plan, and I have people in my corner that want to see me prevail. You got so, a lot of good people in your corner. Exactly. So... But being in my current state with this fucking ankle thing, it's kind of preventing me because, I mean, I got $15,000 in my inbox of shows, um, you know, many tours. I mean, there's some people trying to book me for like five cities. And, uh, but I mean, I'm, I trying, I'm trying to get you up here once you get off house arrest. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I can't take these people's money and not, exactly. you know, just be like, hold on, man, hold on, man, hold on. I just can't do that. I'm just not that type of person. So, I feel it. I feel it. Um. I so mean, you're super, the, humble. you're super humble. You super humble. I mean, you fucking with me. That that's you know blessings on blessings with me. Yeah, man. And, you know, because I, bro, I you know, we got we got a little bit of an like, age you difference. You my cherry with this, bro. This is like the first time I've ever. I mean, I've done interviews from magazines and shit, but uh, yeah, never know shit like this. And, yeah, and it's quite me, different. Bro, I got seven thousand of these people in my inbox. So, man, he's on this podcast because you know podcast is the new thing now. Podcasts are huge. So, but. My current situation, we just, uh, me and Lex just bought a MacBook. We dropped it off, or Lex dropped it off at Jelly's Engineer a couple of days ago so he can upload all the programs in it that we need to, you know, have people just yeah, 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 carry yeah. a microphone, some headphones, and a laptop, and you can record yep. by me walking down the fucking street. Yeah, I got a, so, I got a fucking portable studio. That, that's what we're doing. So yep. This technology uh, is fucking crazy. Lex some beats, there's some beats that, that's been in the computer and like, man, here's just some beats just to fuck off with. I have several songs already put together. Um, we haven't laid anything. Well, actually, we got, like, me and Jillian Stack got a song that uh, 
we're going to release it. We ain't released it yet, though. But uh, we're about to drop it as a snippet. But now, now we're like, because Lex ain't never heard none of the shit. I never rap for Lex on the phone. I didn't rap for them dudes in jail. I don't do that type of shit because I'm a real rapper. So I'm not going to sit around jail beating on fucking tables and walls, for one, that's disrespectful. For two, you ain't going to do nothing but go rap my song to somebody. So, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. I... I love and, somebody that knows the fucking penitentiary because that's yeah, the bro, fucking you know, truth. You'll be, you'll be a goddamn Northeast and hear me rap, and then you might be two years later, goddamn in Harlemin County, and somebody's rapping the song. You'll be like, man, that's fucking Worm song, bro. That was my silly. I watched him write it. Yeah, literally. No, man, it's my song. No, it's not, motherfucker. It's yep. Worm song. Yeah. Yep. Hey, that so, shit happens left and right. I know. So I used to tell them, man, I ain't rapping for y'all, man, because, uh, man, I don't bite. I write. That's my motto. Yep. I used to rap. I would rap. They'd be like, well, he's still out of bro. Don't hit none of the new shit. So I would rap a song that everybody knew was mine and, you know, sit at the tables and rap for him. But other than that, I wouldn't do this type of shit. But we're in the process of uh, putting shit together. And when I and when I finally, you know, because on the tab, you got a tablet in jail here. So they had industry beats. So I would try to write all my songs, the industry beats, because when I get out, I could just show Lex, hey, I wrote this to this. So make a beat like that. And because, you know, the whole Empty Dreams thing was a copyright thing because the dudes that we bought the beats from sold the beats to a thousand other people. This fucking little goober, this little cock-sucking little, he's like the fucking white shit in the corner of your fucking mouth, ah. the little bastard. I really want to grab him by the dreads and beat his goddamn eyebrows off his face. But uh, Do I know him? No, he's some fucking cornball that had 1,400 views. I had 30 million views. And it, I mean, it's just a classic, a Cashfield classic, man. I mean, everybody fucks with Empty Dreams, man. So that's a good fucking song. You, and it, that whole situation's just fucked up. But I finally rapped one of the songs for Lex not too long ago that I did to Meek Mills be the lean with it. Yeah, and he was like, "Bro, I fuck with that song too." He was like, "Bro, that's, bro, that's the hardest song you've ever wrote, bro." He's like, "He's like, bro, I got a whole little thing full of them back here, just." shit that I've, because they kept taking my song, like I wrote a couple mixtapes or albums, whatever I was going to use them for but then I'm such a high profile gang member behind the fence that they would kick my door in plus all these drug charges I called in jail, I mean they knew I was uh, involved in in activities should, should they say I mean, from from what they say I mean, they they, they assume that, so they were in my allegedly. house all the time they would take my raps, bro. Like, this is gang related. This is STG. They like, STG that shit? All y'all know I'm a rapper, though. The, all the police knew I was a rapper, bro. They used to work security for us. They know I'm a rapper. But yet, at the same time, calling it STG material. Yeah, and taking my shit. So, I got sick she of fucking That's a class A writer, brother. You can't call it a cake. Yeah. They probably had a whole notebook. Like, uh, <laughs> Warren's uh, got STG. I mean, that STG, bro. That's my fucking song, bro. You see where it says hook, verse one, verse two, um, Adley of here. I mean, come on, bro. What kind of goddamn um, history of a gang is goddamn wrote down like that? You know what I'm saying? I uh, Come on, bro. Shit, they sent me from uh, Hardeman County back in the day over a fucking letter. I had to go do the first phase of uh, the SMU program at West High. They put me in a fucking... Uh, like, yeah, I've been. In, I was in the gang unit. I was in the gang unit Northwest, the original gang unit. When we crashed out with the Crips, um, 
January 1st of 2000. Northwest was the game unit. You, I'm, uh, 11 and 12 was regular pods. 7 and 8 was regular pods. They made unit 13, which was my my unit, G's and Aaron Nation. 14 was Crips and Vice Lords. They put all of us, put IAF on all of our doors with institutional administrative segregation. They took them six months to build Bledsoe. Once they figured out, they was like, well, we're just going to make a whole program, a whole STG program at Bledsoe. So why they Bledsoe's were building a camp, camp now. Anybody that got rolled up while we was on that, they shipped their ass to the gang unit. Me, I never got rolled up. It took them all. I was in like 47 still. It took 103 days on the calendar before they got to my door to ask me if I wanted to shower. Because every time they would open somebody's door, they would smash the police, stick them, and it was just chaos. Fuck. I mean, no commissary, no phone, no visit, no wreck for six straight months. Locked they had the whole kitchen set up in the middle of the bar. Hot bars, all that shit. Well, they, they fucking wheel it in? Yeah, oh, they they got them put it screwed it to the ground, son. I mean, we, <laughs> we was we was incorporated, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it was over yeah, for we your was, ass. <laughs> yeah, we was we was there. We was we was living, man. That's just what hey. it was. Surprised but, I ain't uh, did I ain't surprised I ain't did no time with you. I probably had, didn't even know you was there. Well, I went in the nineties, got out in 05. Uh see I wasn't even I wasn't even I an adult up, in 05. Uh, I went right back in 05. I got out March 22nd of 05, um, flattened out um, and from MTRC, which was Charles Bass, but it was MTRC when I was in prison. Yeah, I've been in Charles and Bass. I got, I, when I left March 22nd in October 25th of 05, I was already back in jail on a criminal homicide case. So uh, I went to CCA. I ended up taking the seat. They tried to give me a life sentence. I ended up getting a stick. Went to CCA, did that. Well, damn, they Got dropped out. that shit all the way to manslaughter, didn't they? Yeah. When uh, then I ended up going back to prison. Um, when I got caught with all that fucking money and that weed and shit, took all my cars. I mean, charged baby mama with the shit. Wouldn't even let me take the charge, even in court. I was like, man, I'm not taking nothing unless y'all drop the case on her. Man. It's like, we're not dropping the case on her. You're the drug dealer. She's the accountant. She keeps the money straight. I said, she's 19. Damn, I don't even think know if they were lady like that to like let that, her count my face. money. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Damn. Man, I know how to count. I count for a living. That's what I do. Man. So, But I definitely got got uh, got uh something in the works, man. It's just, everybody's just got to be patient, man, and, and bear with me, man, because I can't, I can't move. Or if I can move, it'd be a different you would story. It'd be a lot easier. But Lex is in the process. Of this house, that's all he sold. This house. That's why it was echoing in there. There's nothing in it. I'm fixing to move. Um, he got another house up the street. With him and his old lady. So everything, he ain't even unpacked everything over there yet. And it's a nightmare setting all that shit up. I already know. We so, moving shops right now. I'm doing a podcast in the basement. I, uh, we just picked up this six thousand square foot shop, and uh, I built trucks and started flipping them. Beats fucking looking over my shoulder sometimes, but I mean that's a good thing, man. Anything, to, uh, man, ain't nothing wrong with squaring up, man. Oh no, ain't yeah. nothing wrong, man. I, I get to pick up my kids man, and drop them off at school, man. man. That shit's. I mean, you came from the life, bro. I mean, you you grew up in in, in a bad situation. I mean, cause. 
Oakland's gangland, son. Sex gangland. Man, like no Florida, fucking tomorrow. All the places you decided to go post up and, <laughs> and, and push narcotics. I mean, you know, just like in prison, bro. You know, it takes a special caliber of human being to walk that pound, man. Man, I Everybody fucking I tell you, that, bro. bro. I swear to God. And you know, just to survive that shit, it, it yeah, takes man. a whole other animal. You know, I got a lot it of does, friends doing bro. life sentences right now, man, that I'd love to see free, man. They good, man. Good people. Well, good. Man, some of the best talent in the world behind that fence, man. Man, the I'm telling you. Rappers. Artists, some period. Artists, tattoo people, people that make belts, fucking saddles for horses, curio cabinets. Man, I got some fucking. badass belts. And I got some badass ink. You know what I'm saying? I'm tatted from my feet to my neck. <laughs> yeah. I probably so. spent $100. That's what I'm saying. And it would have cost you $20,000 on the street. All day long. All day long. And it's all single needle. Again, that's oh a Spartan, God. son. Way it, it takes much real fucking Spartan to, to sit down and get tattooed from feet to forehead. Nah, I swear with to a goddamn <laughs> piece of guitar string. <laughs> hey, or a fucking spring out of a pen. <laughs> yeah, it, it takes a special hey. kind of motherfucker to do it, man. man. So look, man, uh, if you get to work with any artist... Any artist, period, across the board. And don't say Post Malone because he's a fag. But if you work with any artist, who would your go-to be? It would probably be Man Moneybag, man. I, I like Moneybag. Money man, I fuck money with Moneybag. Moneybag, NBA young boy. I mean, them are just dudes that, I mean, even finesse two times. But he's in the feds right now. Hey, but. I was going to say, he's doing a fed time right now. Man, them are just dudes, man, that, that, that have been there. I mean, Moneybag's been in the joint. He's been in the feds and shit. So, I mean, people that's really been there. I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, it's cool to cut records with, with, with people, but if I was going to spend my money, that's who it would be with. But, I mean, and Lido. Lido, even Gates. I mean, them, them are just like. I think if you did a track with Gates, that should be off the chain. Even yeah, Lido, man, though. Uh, Star Lido's off the chain, Lido, though. Man. I fuck with Trevor Mandel, man. I, I like Trevor Mandel's music. Uh, fucking, but Lido, yeah, Lido's the truth, bro. I listen to him every day. Every even day Neville. of life in jail. That's what I woke up. I had a playlist. That's what I would wake up. Hell yeah. Albie Al from Marion, Illinois. He just beat a murder. He's locked back up on another one. Man. Real gangster, man. Real gangster. Yeah, for real. People that people that's really still doing what they do and being themselves, even you know, just I mean, I tell Lex all the time, man. I ever get a check, bro, they're gonna get a wrong nigga for money. I'm gonna show my ass. <laughs> I was showing my ass with dope money, so man, I get a rap check, dog. It's butt cheeks out. I'm gonna put butt cheeks on the back window of every car I got because my ass is gonna be out. Hell yeah. Hey, look, I remember you did a video of you pulling up to that dealership and copping that whip all cash, shitting on them. You oh, see that? yeah, yeah, yeah. The challenge of yeah, the yellow jacket. Yeah. You see dudes facing that? You're like, no, I'm paying cash. And he was like, yeah, they, uh, they he had to like call his manager and shit. Like, he didn't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> yeah, they played that in court. <laughs> <I used to> <laughs> Yeah, ah. they did. on these cases I got right now, yeah, they definitely put that on the on a hundred inch monitor. They're like, here's Mr. Womack. He's a major, you know, and then the flex team, uh, Forrest Drake, he's like the head one of the head vice people here. He's like, well, I've been on flex team for ten and a half years. Mr. Womack's been in my case for ten and a half years. He's been on investigation several times. He's a major marijuana distributor and a prominent member of 
gangster disciples. Um, so, and then the dude was like, well, I got video footage and plays it on the fucking screen. Like, this is Mr. Womack with large sums of drug money. Buying an $80,000 car with cash in his pajamas. <laughs> he said, and it, what it looks like is his pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> what it looks like in his pajamas. <laughs> then he shows all the other videos, you know, the small videos. So here's him with active gang members, um, with high-powered assault rifles. Of course, we all know that. Well, what they don't know is all them people that had them guns all got gun licenses. Yeah. And that's what I was writing on my paper. I said, man, look all their names up. I said, all them people got gun license, man. And if you look at all them videos, this man just showed 12 videos. This is where they took all my shit off of YouTube. He was, uh, I told my lawyer, I said, dude, I never touched none, no weapon in anything. And, and you can't tell me because I've already been in a situation where I had to ride to the, because my car was in the shop getting painted. And I, I called my PO. I said, look, I got to come and see you, but my car's in the shop getting painted. I'm a, my kid's mama's dad, daddy's going to bring me down there. This dude takes a shit with a gun. I can't tell this man he can't carry a firearm. Well, does he have a license? I said, absolutely. He's a veteran. And this motherfucker ain't going to go nowhere without no firearm. A big-ass gun. The littlest one's a 45 on his hip 24 hours a day. Damn. She was like, well, it's not going to be in the car. It's in the floorboard. And I said, hell no. It's in a holster on his hip. She's like, oh, well, I said, it's his vehicle. It's his gun. I mean, she's like, no, no, you're fine. As long as it's not just laying out somewhere or stuff. Some, I said, no, hell no. This dude's 50 years old. Ain't no kid because this was 10 years ago. Man. See, we, I just I just did a little show about the Second Amendment. Man, I, I firmly believe that there is no man ever going to tell me that I can't protect myself from another man. Yeah, that was uh, that was my whole situation when I shot dude. They was talking about that in court. I said, well, when I just, me and Lex, all because the, they said something to Lex, because Lex got on the stand, and I was like, uh, well, you know, Mr. Womack has had, uh, he was just arrested for first-degree murder in 2005. Lex said, yeah, but that's irrelevant. The judge said, irrelevant? It's irrelevant that Mr. Womack will take somebody's life? He said, yes, it's very irrelevant to what's going on here. He has drug charges. This has nothing to do with, with who he's killed and who he's shot and who he's shot at and who shot at him and who shot him. It has nothing to do with any of that. Oh, they got they burnt him up, buddy. Oh, hell yeah. So when, I got, when they started asking me questions, because it's a bond hearing, so, you know, you got to get on the stand in a hearing like that. So yeah. yeah. She, the DA's like, well, isn't it true you was arrested for first-degree murder in 2005? I said, yes, I was arrested for that. Um, it was dropped from that, though. And she's unread like 10 affidavits prior to this, like of, of shootings, of school zones. Of oh, they paint that picture. Weapons. They got to paint that picture. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what she was doing. Yeah. So um, she was like, I said, I don't want to answer any, any, any further questions. I want to take the Fifth Amendment on that because that case is – you wasn't even a DA, lady. You was in high school somewhere whenever I caught that charge. That charge 20 years old, man. Ain't nobody thinking about that case. Yeah. Uh, and the judge said, no, you have to – I said, it's my God-given right to take the Fifth Amendment. I said, and besides that, Your Honor, with all due respect, this lady's done read 10 affidavits. Tell her to read that affidavit. But if you just want to get technical about it, these people come to my house, 
and shots was fired. Somebody got knocked down, and I would do it again if yeah. I was put in that situation because I'm rule number one. Self-preservation. Worm, I never let nobody hurt worm. Fucking right. Or anybody that's with me. I'm a front, right. like, it's my reaction to to go with my move because I'm just combat trained like that. I'm war ready at all times. I mean, I'll, hey, man, chill out, buddy. Chill out, buddy. Even when we're out 50 deep and everybody's got a gun, bro, chill out, little buddy. Be cool. We'll send drinks to your table and everything. Hey, man, tell him, you know, get y'all's friends. But it's always that one goddamn idiot. It's always the one that's had too much to drink, man. It wants to be tough. And then it's just my reaction to pick up or yep. my homeboy, Big Joey. I mean, you know, his, his right hand's been been on World Star a few times. It's, it's a highlight reel. <laughs> yeah, he'll knock you out, too. I, I, I got a friend named Big Joe. He in the penitentiary. He's been gone about 25 years. Yeah, all of us all of us are the type. I mean, we'll all have a firearm on us. And, man, hold it. Put this in your purse. What's up then, buddy? Because if they want to fight, then goddamn we'll Shit, fight. we can throw some hands in your fucking town. Yeah, you want to catch the fight, buddy? We'll catch the fight. But you know, nowadays, nowadays, you got this old, you got this young generation now that they don't fight. You know what I'm saying? They just clapping at your ass. And I, yeah. I, I was talking to this kid in jail, man, and, uh, you know, he just got a 52, you know, a 60 with a letter. And, um, and that's a 52, what I call it. Well, he just caught one, you know. And I'm asking him what the fuck happened and shit. You know what I'm saying? They're rapping. The dude's like 19 years old, little Giovanni. Well, a dude, you know what I'm saying, smoked someone because he wanted to feel what it was like to smoke someone. I'm like, you fuck. That's stupid. Well, you know? You got a two-for-one special because now you're going to see what it feels like to do the 50 behind it. Exactly. And, you know, nowadays, uh, like, I, I sent a rapper with a cat and I said, like, look, so if I beat your ass, what are you going to do? He said, shit, I'm going to come back and smoke your ass. I'm like, man, when I was growing up, if I got my motherfucking ass beat, i see you the next day and be like, damn, bro, you fucking left me a shiner. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's dead on oh, that. Yeah, we ain't got to sit and, dude, every single one of my friends from Sean, Max, all them motherfuckers, we've gotten in full-blown fist fights. We've jacked. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's just, what it is, it's just what it is, man. We grew up throwing hands on each other. That's I, just I what it is. Like if I fought a motherfucker that, that I know is in the same aspect of life that I am. I'm just one of them dudes, man. I'll jump out, man. No, 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 no. Even if you're with me, I'll be like, tighten me up, motherfucker. Yeah. Well, that was a good one. Yeah, hell yeah. Even if you rock me, knock me down, I'll be like, oh, yeah. boy, you got off the head, Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nah, these, nah, these <laughs> little kids, man, they trying to just come kill your ass behind that shit. You're like, bro, there ain't no life for that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It'd be a different you, story. Man, for... But if they lose, they're definitely going to try to shoot you. 100%. You know what I'm saying? And we used to call it Boston, banging on site. And every time, it's just da-da-da, 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 every time. But at, and nowadays, you can't even do that now because you're scared that this motherfucker going to get his cousin who's 16 years old that's going to light your house up. Man, I got kids and shit. I can't play behind that shit. So nowadays, I get in beef with somebody. I'm like, look, bro, I'm just going to dome your motherfucking ass because I don't want to deal with the repercussions. Or just a simple yeah, fucking fist fight. Kind of, uh, I'm kind of, man, I'm just, that's what I used to tell even the, even the jailers, man, even the, the, the guards and shit. I said, man, I'm just, I'm a different caliber of criminal, man. I, I, I truly live by the code and the ethics of this shit, man. You know, if I catch you, I done caught plenty. Man, I'm talking about being in the real wars, man, where it's, it's, it's murder, man. We're doing it. We're shooting at each other every time we see each other. Whether it's in church praying to dear God up in heaven with his big bushy beard and his blue eyes. We're firing each other up. But I caught 
I caught niggas out with baby mamas and kids and then just showed them the rod and been like, look, I could have killed you, bro. Yeah. But they innocents, man. They civilians, man. They ain't got nothing to do with what me and you guys have got something to do with. So just know, just know, buddy, that you need to kiss them every day because they saved your life. Because your ass was finna get towed out from up under you. That's a blessing that you do. I ain't shooting no nigga. Man, if I come shoot your goddamn house up or shoot your mama's house up or something, bro, you done done something vile. Something real foul and vile to a motherfucker, man, to where you done really pissed me off, dog. Yeah, you don't really did some shit. Now I'm trying to kill your grandmama and everybody. Trying to knock your bloodline off. Yeah, I'm trying to kill something, bro. I, I want you to feel something. Whether it's you, uh, your auntie, uh, if I got to flip the big wheel over. I mean, I, I'm trying to kill something. I know and that's when you right. get in that man state, especially, you know, full of them drugs, full of them drinks. Man, you ain't talking about that. <laughs> yeah, you got somebody else with, man, you can't call. Man, you already retarded. But when you get amped up and then you're pissed off at the same fucking time, I mean, man, motherfucker ain't thinking about that. Man, you thinking, man, oh, man, you pull up and they out grilling out in the front yard. Good. I know I'm hitting something. Man, fuck you, me. California was wearing their ass out. You don't give a fuck who gets hit. Man. You just wearing some shit out because it made you feel better. Hell yeah. But at the end of the day. Shit, you're going to go do that 52? At the end of the day. Man, that's why I'm glad that, you know, God's always, uh, when I get out here bullshitting and acting crazy, man. I mean, that's how I know he's got a plan for me, man, because, uh, man, I've been in some real situations, man, when, when my life's been on the line. I mean, I've seen people die in and out of, uh, of prison, uh, in wars and shit, and he always takes me and puts me in jail to restart me, man, and, and gives me time to – I was going to write a book and call it Too Much Time to Think because I always go in there and get my mind right. I know that's right. That's that's huge too. Yeah, I just moved my line. Like my line's not up. Now you can still piss me off and make me smack the fuck out of you, but but in all actuality, my line is like way over there now. Like man, I'm I know what I'm gonna do. So, and I know I'm gonna go to jail. Somebody's going to hell. Somebody's going to jail. I done done twenty some years in prisons and jails. So I know where the fuck I'm going. All right, so look, I got a quick question now. Now, I know you fuck with Strug Tough, and, uh, uh, you know, it, these are just rumors. These are just things that I've been hearing through the grapevine, through the penitentiary walls. You know how that shit is. People love to gossip about shit they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But uh, one thing I got to ask, I was told that Strug snitched on the case. Okay. Well, I don't want to speak on this, but... I feel that I have to speak on this just in the sense of clarifying some things about that situation because I was there front line and center through that whole situation uh, in, in every different situation that he went through with the federal government, as well as the, the Migo shit. And as well as this dude that's saying, because all this is three different separate situations. Mm-hmm. Um, Originally, I was on the run, and I was ducked off at Strug's house. Strug was free and clear at this point. The walls was closing in, but he was free and clear at this point. Um, 
the he had knew a stripper from back in the day from Memphis. Um, who this was when Oxy Cottons was still popping. Struggles doing this thing, you know. Woo, woo, woo. Shit, I was in high school. Up. Huh? I said I was in high school. <laughs> yeah. Well, me and me and Jelly was locked up when all this was going on. So um, he ain't talked to this lady in a couple of years. Well, one day we're together, and she hits his phone. I know we have no idea. I mean have the number, how she even got the number, because, you know, motherfucker ran through phones so much back then. I mean, we always had a main phone, but, you know, everybody had burners too then. So the bitch ends up hitting him. She's like, uh, now take in mind, them things are few and far in between. And at this point, everybody's starting to fucking shoot pills and shit. So yeah. everybody wants, and Roxy's had just came out. They're just now, bro, there's like $10 a piece. They wasn't fucking 30, 40, 50, 80 dollars, whatever the fuck they cost now, and whatever they went up to. Fucking dollar point, milligram. There was a hundred. Well, yes, at this for, point, yeah. nobody even fucked with them like that because, I mean, people did, but they didn't. Because they didn't know. Because people was on tabs and purses. Even though purses and things like they wasn't, they wasn't goddamn that keen to that yet. So this bitch hits him up. Somehow she's got a 500 piece of these real OC 80. And she wanted 10 bands for him. Damn. So I was like, come on, bro. Let's go to Memphis. Da, da, da. I'm like, hell no. And you ain't going either, motherfucker. He was like, yeah, man. I said, go over and get these motherfuckers. I just dump them in one load, bro. It just make me, make me smile. I was like, bro, fuck that. Sounds Fuck all true. that, bro. It's too much going on already, fuck. I tried to talk him out of it. You know, he was a totally different person at that point in life, um, which we all was. Uh, we, we, was just, we was hustlers, yep. Big, you know, hot rappers in the city, and it was really living that. So um, him and another dude, I forgot dude's name, some dude from out west, he ended up being a cop, uh, which I told Strug, i take that goofy bastard with him. Strug goes, uh, they end up getting, the bitch was setting them up. So Strug's got the 10 bands vacuum sealed, and stuffed it up in the dash of this truck. Well, they seized the truck. They never found the money or nothing. They never found nothing on, on Strug, um, except a text message back and forth from him and her. Um, never really saying too much, but just enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To implicate yeah. Yeah. what was going on. Conspiracy's so, a motherfucker, too. Yeah, so this bitch was already, she was working, she was an informant for the federal government, for the FBI, so... That's where the Fed case come along. Okay. So it was a lot of other nicks and nacks that went with it, but that's the gist of it. Okay, so at this point, they let they let Strug go. Motherfucker went to Memphis, got him, brought him back home. We, we thought it was a you know a dead issue. It's cool, fuck it. Uh, they asked a few questions. He's like, man, I don't know what you're talking about. Da da da. They let him go. Well, fucking um. He ends up coming back. That's when we started doing the soundtrack to Indictment because that's where that came from. We knew that Indictment. I was like, bro, that was the feds, bro. He's like, yeah, man, it was the fucking feds. I said, nigga, they're coming back. One thing about the FBI and the federal government, man, they're not even going to do no piece of paperwork unless they got you dead to the fucking right, You buddy. motherfucking right. They do not. They are no not watching you until, not gonna, unless you something to be watched. 
Yeah, they're not going to just pick you up and stick you in jail and then try to figure something out. Wait two years, leave you in the county jail and try to figure. No, they're going to watch you for them two years, let you dig your own hole, and then kick you in the ass and knock you in is what they're going to do. That's yep. why they have such a high conviction rate. rate. Yep. So with that going on, we're recording, we're recording. So I'll soundtrack you on indictment. That's what we're going to call it. Cool. We cut some regular. They end up catching me. Another dude from out west, one of our folks, set me up. I was out here trying to shoot somebody else. That I'm pulling up on people's guns and everything, thinking they're the ones that done it. And the whole time, good thing I didn't pop none of them uh, because they weren't even the ones that done it. And the person that I never would have thought did it because I didn't even think that deep into it, he's the one that did it. So I ended up getting snatched. Uh so I go to jail. The next day, I mean, I'm still in the gym. I'm still in book situation. I, I I called Danielle, my kid's mom. She's like, I got called th- chew on three-way. She's like, they kicked the house in. I was like, fuck. So I'm thinking they're goddamn, they kicked it in because of me. And then they done getting drugged and got fucked up or something. So we called Chula. Chula's hysterical. You know, rest in peace, Chula. God rest her soul. Uh... She's like, why am the fucking feds kick the door in? Da, da, da. They didn't search the house or nothing. There's choppers everywhere, guns in every car, stuff here under every couch cushion. They didn't They didn't even come in there and look for nothing. That ain't what they were they there for. He's he seen them, walked straight out there and surrendered himself. They put him in a car and took him. That was it. It was it was a clean shot, which was a good thing. Yeah, so, hell yeah. Yeah, because they, they would took his life away. So, hell yeah. Because uh, he was already a felon. So... He ends up going, uh, getting booked into the feds and all this shit. Well, I end up going to prison. I get out. I went and done like four or five months, like my sentence, bonded out um, on the case that me and Daniel had. So I come out, Stroll comes out. And from my understanding, um, Stroll, I don't know, now don't, don't quote me on this. From my understanding, though, Struggle pulled the same shuck I did. The feds was like, hey, man, we want you to do this. Da, da, da. He was like, cool. They let him go. He never did it, though. He did. He pulled the same shenanigan I did. So okay. That's to my understanding. Um, I, but that also the feds let you out on your own reconnaissance, too. So, you know, they don't usually give you a bond. They just let you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best, and, yeah. you know, and it was a stupid ass case anyway. So that, that was what he told me. He's like, man, they just let me out on my own car. They got this case pending. Woo, woo, woo. I got court days and shit. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I didn't think nothing about it. But later on, after everything transpired, um, I think somebody, I think somebody in our circle was like, uh, I think it might even be in one of Chula's people that told me, was like, well, you know, he told him he, he pulled the strange shit you did. Told him he was gonna work for him, and then that time, then they it'd been a year, and he ain't done nothing. So they called him in there like they was gonna give him a piss test and locked his ass up. So what had happened with that? I, I don't I don't really know. But in the meantime, in between time, um, the the whole time this was going on, the whole Migos situation was going on. Now so, for the coke, right? Yes, and 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 the, the play, and a lot of other shit too that I don't even want to do all that on this. But, yeah, we ain't got to. Uh, it, it was just a, a lot of stuff going on as far as um that situation. 
and they was watching them. Struck kind of just got caught hit by a stray bullet standing outside. Somebody came by shooting, and he got hit. That had really had nothing to do with him. Um, so, and in the meantime, in between time of that situation, that's when this person, this person that, um, again, you you've been in the life, so you know when you know if you're you're, I'm selling hundreds of pounds of weed for you. And they catch you. They don't want me. They want the motherfucker that's They're giving you all me. these weed. Yeah. They want the big man. They're trying to move up the chain, not, not down, down the goddamn chain. So you can't take somebody that is pulling up. And I know this because it was my home. Me and Big Baby's home were where this was getting done at. This person was coming over there and buying stuff from Struggle. Struggle just pulled up. You know, at our spot, but I tell Big Baby, my Philly at the time, uh, or my roommate, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a little bit institutional, has that excuse me. <laughs> my goddamn Philly. There go sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my goddamn Philly. Uh, yeah, I would call my wife him. my Philly sometimes. <laughs> He'd be like, hey, man, dude, for the come over here, man. Uh, man, give him that for me. So, it's like, I'll just, just come whenever he comes through, I'll come get the bread. We're like, cool. Or we would just give him the bread. I mean, because, I mean, we was running through shit at that point. So, um, goddamn, this dude ends up going to prison on his own. It had nothing to do with nobody. He did, he did some other, he was just doing, that's the only communication we even have with this person. Because he would pull up, get a zip of Coke and, and some Rossies. That was it. And and he'd be gone. I mean, it wasn't no, we didn't hang out with this motherfucker. He wasn't in our business like that. He wasn't in our server. He did his own thing. Now, Jelly fucked with him. Him and Jelly was cool. But Jelly didn't fuck with him like he fucked with us. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, mean, we was course. all together every day. Yeah, of course. Uh, So, this dude ends up going to prison. Starts spreading this fucking room. Man, Strohs on my paperwork. Strohs. Doing this, struggles, doing that. Everybody's like, well, where's the paperwork? Even the guys, because he gets the attorney center. You know, we know everybody. We talk to these people every day. We talk to the joint every day. I've been attorney so, center. Yeah, we talk to prison, you know, every fucking day. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. The guys, I still stand with like, my like, guys. Hold on, buddy. Hold on, buddy. What, what is you doing? So then they're calling out, hey, man, this dude's not here saying this and this. Everybody's like, what? Man, this nigga a peon, man. I mean, he be getting money and shit, but. Man, this nigga ain't, I ain't got them a feel that. What else? Like, this nigga hangs out with cornballs, man. Yeah. This dude ain't, no, man, he's tripping. So, so he was just trying to gain some clout in the joint. Man, I don't know what he was doing. To this day, we don't know what all that was about. I mean, but, you, run across, you run across people in the penitentiary, not, not even just in the penitentiary, you run across people just in general that just start speaking on shit because they want you to feel like they're fucking when, cool. And you're like, bro, you full of shit. Yeah, you're, he knew people. Like, everybody knows who he is, so and he's from South Nashville, so, hey, man, you know, and, you know, then somebody else would be like, oh, man, he's from out. Where are you from? He'd be like, man, I'm from out south. Man, you know, woo, 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 woo. Yeah, I know them niggas, man. Da, 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 da. Motherfucker, you see me at a gas station one time, circle, you know You want to throw some salt, man. You know what I'm saying? Just like a nigga with a bitch. A bitch didn't give you no pussy, so now she's an ugly-ass, bald-haired, stinky pussy bitch. <laughs> you, know, you, you ain't... 
You saying that just because the bitch wouldn't fuck your dusty, broke ass, nigga. <laughs> That's all that is. <laughs> you just throwing right. some shit. So I feel, because to this day, nobody is, because I'm telling you, bro, this man is a, is a star. And if somebody has some paperwork on this dude. And uh, it came out. Exactly, bro. It's been years. That man got out January 5th of 2016. He did four and a half calendar years, and it didn't come out the whole time. And it's been five more years. So it's been a total of 10 years, and it ain't came out, bro. That man got popped in 2011. Yeah. And and we still ain't, ain't seen it? Then it ain't fucking there. Paperwork, bro. So... Because I can call the county clerk's office right now and get a fucking discovery packet for fifty cents that's a fucking. What I'm saying, you know what I'm man, saying? That's that uh, to to me. I've never seen it. So, and, and my ain't nobody tried to kill him about it. Ain't nobody even spoke on that in so long that it's, you know. But I know it's a question that want to be asked because I'm sure he hasn't addressed it. And I really I feel like. It's not even my place to address it, but it's my place as his homeboy to straighten it out. Yeah, 100%. To well, the best of my ability. Well, that's, that's so, the same as if me and you were sitting here, and you don't even know who the fuck I am from Adam, and I sit here, and I'm like, yeah, man, I heard da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and I'm talking cash shit, because you know it's all negative, snitching negative in any fucking aspect. I don't give a fuck if it's a two-year-old telling yeah. us three-year-old brother. It, 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 if I'm sitting here speaking on that shit, and if you didn't back him up in that note, then what the fuck kind of friend would you be? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah just like just man. on just simply on that note, you know, I had to ask because I know you fuck with them, and I had yeah, to yeah, I had yeah. to clear it up for some of my listeners because I got people that are in the penitentiary right now talking about man, you know, dude's a snitch. I don't even listen to none of his music. I'm like, dude, listen, do you fucking yeah, know I that do. or did you hear that? Because there's a few. Di- I heard you was a faggot. You know what I'm saying? And, ah, 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 ah. Yeah, exactly. So don't fucking start running your mouth. But I see you don't really fucking know. You know, he's different. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, dude's got a lot of kids. He's got five kids. Man, I respect everything uh, dude's doing, man. Dude's doing mama. real shit. Um, I, I, he's always, I mean, I've known him for years. I've known him since since he was 12 years old. And um, I've never, never seen him with another boy. <laughs> Bumping fucking foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> so that's definitely a fucking lie. No, and I was, I was actually... Goddamn incredible Hulk! I bet they won't goddamn run up on him and say that. <laughs> he ain't lying. <laughs> and yeah, even yeah. before he was incredible Hulk, he was still knocking shit out in the club. Man, I love so, it. I fucking love it. I mean, yeah, he's he's never been a whore. He's never bitched up. He's never folded up. He never ran from nothing. Um, he and faced everything. He looked defeat in the face, man, and took it on the chin because. You know, like I said, man, about the whole shit with Migo, bro, that wasn't even his fucking case. Yeah, true enough, they had one text message talking about some money. Like 20 bands, they were talking about some money, and I text me, like one text. And I think it was on some, hey, man, what, what you, uh, what's everything looking like? Woo, woo, woo. Stroh's like, man, I got 20. Pull up on me. I think that's, don't quote me on that, but I believe it was something along them lines. Some bullshit. It, it was nothing. So, when they sit in jail for that, because, I mean, I went to see him in jail. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the Migos, all of them together in the pod and shit. And like I said, that was a state case. It wasn't no big fed case like everybody said. That was a fucking state case. And and Strug went to prison. Mm-hmm. Them niggas went to CCA. 
Them niggas didn't go to prison for that, man. See, Nobody I heard, see, and this is, this is where the fucking gossip bro. world comes from. This is where Not the gossip. One soul fucking Wendy Williams, where you at? BOP or TDOC, except struggle. Yeah. Struggle is the only one that went to prison, bro. Them dudes got like a five. All of them went home on probation. A couple of them, they dropped the charge because they lost a bunch of the evidence and it was all bogus. Shit, my, so, two, my two charge partners, like they both got five probation. Or six of them that was on the case, bro, I think like four of them or three of them went home, straight home. Yeah. I know Migo went to CCI on like a five and then they deported him. Struggle went to prison, man. Did four and a half years in the feds in the state. Damn, that's I mean, crazy I talked to this dude. I talked to him damn near every day the whole time he was gone. I mean, I had correlates. He would email me. He would call me. I mean, bought his kids school clothes every year that he was gone. I mean, that, that's my man. So, shit, when are y'all going to drop some music together? Well, I talked to him on on, uh, on Instagram. You know, he, the dude's just busy, man. Super busy. I you understand know, I, that. I shoot Jilly a text. You know, I talked to Jilly not too long ago. You know, Jilly, made sure I had some bread. You know, gave Lee some, some bands for me to pay these lawyers and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, sat down with Les, got the plan together. And, I mean, he's got a plan because I had a long conversation with him on the phone not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. Just busy, man. And like I told him, man, I salute y'all, man. I'm proud of you. Y'all strokes like, man, I'm, I'm with you 100%, man. I'm so glad, Worm, that you got your brain right, bro. And you're focused now. He's like, man, I, I'm, I'm behind you. But, you know, he's dropping his, his album and the jelly is to, they're, they're just always working. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, once, once you get to a certain spot, you just got nothing but work, man. You got nothing man, but work. If anybody understands business, man, it's me. It's me. And I know I these dudes <laughs> before the fame, man. I knew these dudes when, it, when we was sitting in a closet writing the, writing the shit that, that kicked all this off. Where we we was together doing all that, so I know these dudes genuinely as human beings, and I know they don't mean any any disrespect towards me because they ain't just right here all the time with me. Yeah, yeah, man. Fuck, they got shit to do. But I, I know, it. I know if uh, worst come to worst and then push come to shove, I mean they they'd be there in the drop of a dime. Hell yeah. Like always. I, I firmly believe that. Hell yeah. But yeah, man, dude, it was fucking awesome fucking rapping with you, man. It's been a good-ass fucking journey for you. Man, I'm so ready to see your new music. I'm ready to see what Worm is going to push out. Man, I love Jelly. I love Struggle. I love Yellow Wolf, DJ Paul, all those dudes. But I want to see what the fuck Worm's going to do. Because your music, now, you got some fucking talent, man. You really need to fucking really focus on that shit. Because once you got your focus right, man, you're going to do some damage in this game. And whether you became, you know what I'm saying, super famous rich or you just fucking staying at the rich for a night you're doing your fucking thing and it's left foot in front of the other and you're fucking rocking it man and i got nothing but respect for you there ain't nothing but love out here and uh, i can't wait till you touch down off that house rest bullshit and you're able to come out here to the studio and really do a show shit i got a band or so for you you know what i'm saying we ready for you <laughs> shit you yeah, always good people in my book man i've been looking up to you for the past 10 years you know and i appreciate it bubble 
man, I hella appreciate you, man, uh, humbling and showing me that, you know what I'm saying, uh, you ain't got to have a million dollars to get a fucking uh, million dollar person to come down here yeah, and rap man, with I'm, you. I'm, I'm just a regular dude, bro. And you ain't regular, regular to us, bro. Huh, and anything I could do to help, man, uh, you know, I'm on dick, man. Man, I love bro. that shit. For I real. I like to see people prosper, man, especially, uh, Especially when you've been there, man, and you're and you're trying to do something right for yourself and your family and your babies, and you know, it took me 33 years to get to this point to where I could actually just sit down and just only give a fuck about my family and find yeah, it find another you, way, it, man. But it made you who you are, bro. And yeah. I mean, I wouldn't take it back for nothing. You know, old head once told me, bro, you gotta you gotta go through hell to get to heaven, son. Man, you ain't fucking lying. But yeah, you gotta man, go through it to get to it. Man, hey, I hella appreciate you coming on my show, man. This has been a real fucking honor. For real, this has probably been my best uh, interview that I've had thus far until you come back and do another one. So, I fucking. Definitely, definitely, bro. Anytime. Just let me know, man. I appreciate you, man. Uh, everybody, man, uh, No Rat Gang 615. That's my Instagram, Jimmy Womack. The, um, the page, not the page with me and Danielle, not the page with me and my son, but the page of me by myself. Yep. It's my actual page straight to me. Get at him. Get at him. And I do have music on the way. Free Jerry Connie, man. Man. Free Jerry G, baby. 615. Fuck you talking about. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, uh, we're going to get together, man. This has been a fucking real honor for me, man. For real. I appreciate it, man. I'm, I... uh, I'm glad it worked out, man. Just holler at me anytime you need me, Bubba. All right. Hell yeah. I appreciate you. All right, Bubba.